What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Broadcast, coming at you not live from the frock quarters all across California. I'm Vince Mancini, and I'm here with the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lee. I'm gonna love me a butt, when I love it makes me nuts, I like loving all butts, and it feels good when I love on the butt. Daddy make me love. God. Ew, daddy. <laughs> Did David J. Roth uh, inspire you to become an autotune monster? I don't know who that is. <laughs> and I don't care. Oh, Dave, David Roth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He make me do it. <laughs> and I feel so good when my voice is perfect and make me cut my nut and I feel so good and make me cut so much and I want to put it in my butt <laughs> cool Does it, so I don't know if it sounds good it sounds really good yeah I, I mean as good it. as just you talking about cum can sound and uh, licking butts but okay good yeah I'm glad it Feels good when I'm talking about cum, and it feels so good in coming out of my nuts, and it feels so good. <laughs> All right, All right I'm, I'm back. I'm normal. Yeah. And I'm- we got Laramie coming on later. We're going to talk about Cruella mm-hmm. um, and some other stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's some deep auto-tune. Did you get that from Bo Burnham? Were you also inspired? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with Bo Burnham. Uh, it did come from David Roth. I don't know. Yeah. You added the J, and I, immediately I was well, like, his Twitter name is... has a J in the middle. I don't know. No, I know, I know. I, I, but it just th- that just confused me. But it's uh, hard yeah. with middle initial uh, etiquette. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody should know. That shit should just be a mystery. But um, yeah, no. I uh, went as soon as he mentioned auto tune. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I could try to do that. I'll do this in GarageBand. And then I've been on this auto-tune journey mm. uh, where I've like kind of discovered how to use GarageBand a little bit and then kind of was like discovering how I could do that on Zoom, too, so that you could hear my yeah, auto-tune yeah, live. Yeah. And so there's Very a lot important. there's a lot. There's a lot going on right now with this uh, with my setup, and I feel like at any moment any one of these apps could crash, mm. and then we would be fucked, and it wouldn't feel so good, and then all of the piggies would not have they would not have the content that they so deeply crave. Cause they're craving little oinkers, oink, oink, oink. And they want to eat up all our slop that we put in their trough. And they put their little noses in it. And they go, oink, 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 oink. <laughs> they're disgusting. <laughs> it takes a little for you to be inspired. I love that about you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got nothing to do. I'm unemployed. Yeah. When well, you're unemployed. Are you, you just at Francesca's of- mom's house or something? I was. I was at Francesca's mom's house over the weekend, um, celebrating our engagement slash doing a bunch of stand-up comedy shows. And uh, I got to fucking do like six sets in three days. And I felt uh, like a normal person again. Really? Really nice. You're just back? You're fully back? 
Full, fully back. I mean, it, like the Bay Area is like the most back that that it's been. Like all of the shows were packed. There was a bunch of people who were like actually into comedy, mm-hmm. like which is you know I would say pretty unusual. Like a lot of times you do like a bunch of shows and there might be people there, but like I'd say you're always gonna get a couple of shows where the uh, the audience just doesn't really like comedy mm-hmm. i mean for good reason i don't know how bad. into comedy i would want people to be because it's like i want them to enjoy comedy but not want to be in the comedy and there's like a fine line. oh yeah no i i guess what i mean is like the people are happy to hear people who are doing jokes in front of them even mm. if it, like not even good jokes like yeah, i was sure. i i was like riffing for like a couple of the sets and they were just like happy to, for me to make joke inflections mm-hmm. with my voice yeah joke like sounds joke like sounds was kind of enough uh for them to be into it which well, made me happy the piggies have had empty troughs for so long that so uh, long you just put sawdust in there and they snort yeah. it right up they'll snort that shit right up because you know they're fucking fat ugly <laughs> monsters <laughs> Disgusting little oinky monsters with their cloven hooves and a cloven little mouth, and they got the snow and they're rubbing us now all up in a trunk trying to eat up all the jokes. How often you know do I mean? you how often do you torture Francesca with that? Uh, this is very new. I'm okay. I, I'm trying to figure out a way to do this so that it plays through speakers as well. Uh, and okay. do- so you're just you're just hearing this in your head. I want to hear the uncut. Like uh, you know how Andy Circus when he does mm-hmm. the motion capture and his little ping pong yeah. ball covered his little ball suits. And yeah. like obviously, I would much rather see that than the actual finished CGI in the movie. Just him absolutely jumping around like Gollum. I would like to see the same thing for your auto tune with just you know yeah Maddie unplugged. I, I would like to see that too. I think I uh, you know um, uh, I think I could try and set up a camera at some point that just has this in the corner and it's just taping me sitting in a little chair just and you can't even hear the auto tune. Mm-hmm. All you can hear is me going <laughs> ow, 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 ow. like and, and when it's through auto tune, it just everything sounds so good. Yeah, <laughs> just can't. yeah, it makes you hit those notes. It gives you it notes. Makes you hit the, I, and the weird thing is, is I got this monitoring thing going on, so I'm hearing my normal voice and I'm hearing the auto-tune oh. voice all at the same time. You're only hearing the auto-tune part, mm. and so I don't even know how good it is. And then I'll listen back, and I'll be like, oh, I'm a genius. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a musical genius, and everything that I say, any sentence that I say can sound like a song. And yeah. uh, it feels good. That's great. I watched the Bo Burnham thing. And I got to tell you that your enthusiasm for Bo Burnham is only a little bit warranted. Mm. Okay. Why do you think that? I mean, here's the thing. The songs, to me, the songs are good. And that's like 90% of the battle. Like if I'm tapping my foot, I'm going to enjoy the everything else that happens. And all the songs to me were good. So to me, it's like, um, it's, it's, it's the good version of musical theater. To me, I, I I agree completely. I actually, so I I'm not I don't want to denigrate, um, Bo Burnham, nor do I want to discourage you from liking stuff because I think that whenever you like something, I'm always like, 
excited to 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 watch it because it's like well, the only I, way. I am always always um, hesitant to overpraise any comedy special because I feel yeah. like it immediately becomes a thing that uh, a person has to watch, and as soon as you turn yeah. comedy into that, it makes it bad because comedy is not uh, comedy is never a necessity. Like by yes definition, which, which was I think. Um, which was kind of the fun thing about the special because it opens with, you know, his song about comedy changing the world. Mm-hmm. And then like his I- little Venn diagram that he drew between yeah. Weird Al Yankovic and Malcolm X. And then he puts an arrow that says me. me in the middle. I mean, yeah. once he did that, I was like, well, this is good. No matter what else he does from here on out, this is solid. Yeah, because it showed that like he got it. Like he 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 understands, I think, the thesis of... Not the broadcast in general, but I would say one of my, if I had to, to live my, if I wrote down all the things I believe in, one mm-hmm. of the like main tenets of, of like Matt Liebism mm-hmm. is that comedy is not important. Yeah. And, and shouldn't and, be. And should not be important. And the fact that anyone thinks that it is very, very important is just like symptomatic of how fucking far our society has fallen like thinking that comedians have um important insight to share on the human condition is like almost as bad as thinking that about musicians because it's very similar like right and i think that's bob marley is not gandhi like you can quote him because he wrote good songs but like right come on yeah no it's the same thing it's like like uh i think we used to all you know, in this culture, be like, man, these musicians are saying something that's like really profound and deep and um, and fucking we're going to take our political cues from people like John Lennon, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I don't think like, the blacks should be allowed in the country. Here's the thing about the blacks is uh, if they would just stop joining gangs, then there wouldn't be a problem. Would Too there? many thugs in the inner cities. There's there's all these thugs trying to sell drugs. And uh, that's the thing about thugs and drugs is uh, they don't mix. If you want to get your drugs, you got to go to your drug man. And he should not be black. He should be Asian. A white man with a tambourine. We used to buy our drugs from a tambourine man. (laughs) Everyone had one tambourine man per neighborhood. And you'd go, hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, I'd like some heroin, please. (laughs) And he would say, all right. And then we'd all get high. But now there's all these blacks. <laughs> I love right-wing John Lennon. Is <laughs> red, yeah, Red Pill John. Rot, red Pill John Lennon. <clears throat> um, yeah. No, I mean, it's fucking... It, it is stupid. I mean, obviously, you know, I think there's something to be said about, like, people who have this, like, mass media platform being like, okay, well, I'm at least gonna fucking speak up for good things or whatever. Sure. But the problem... The problem you is, can be is like, like not a dick without your brand being not a dick. Yeah, no, completely. Uh, but but I think the difference is 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 that like, um, and I don't know if there really is much of a difference. But it's like there's one thing to be like I'm going to use my platform to like actually speak out if I see like bad things happening, right? And that's that's I think universally considered a good thing. I mean, except for by like total dipshits. But it's it's good to say, uh, hey, that's a bad thing. I, millions of people watch me. This is bad. Um, is another thing entirely to be like this uh, art is an act of not just like 
fighting back, but like it is an effective form mm-hmm. of, of like speaking political truth to power. Yeah, speaking truth to power. Like, go and, out like, there and just slaughter so many sacred cows. And yeah, exactly. It, it just it really is like. Uh, comedians have been like put on this pedestal of being of their comedy not just being like dick jokes but like important jokes yeah and, and whatnot and and i think that there's nothing wrong with doing like political comedy and whatnot and like talking about that stuff but as soon as you think what you're doing is like more important than the guy who's gonna like show up and just do a bunch of fart jokes then I don't want to like really hang out with you well that's like, what i'm like, saying i mean that's why i liked it it was like parody yeah, no, songs exactly yeah. Uh, he has a voice. He has a good voice. It sounds a lot like weirdly similar to Weird Al. Like they it really does. have a, a similar voice, uh, they which do. is great because Weird Al's great. Weird Al's great. Everyone um, loves Weird Al. And uh, I, I don't remember there being like a lot of attempts at like clapter. It no. was mostly just like going for actual jokes, and uh, yeah, and he knows how to use After Effects and his lighting yeah. rig really well. So I don't know. What more do you want? Yeah, I and and I I did appreciate like the parts that I would consider like low key uh clapter stuff were like um he said stuff that wouldn't get clapter but should like stuff like the FBI killed Martin Luther King mm-hmm. you know like Well that here's the thing was, like it would be clapter was... as a joke but as a song it's like something different and No better. no 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 I guess what I'm saying is that like he can't go uh he can't go to fucking you know on Jimmy Fallon and do stand up or Colbert do stand up and say if he's just like a nobody or whatever, he can't say uh, Martin Luther King was killed by the FBI. Like that's not, that's a, it's a woke line. Mm-hmm. That's actually like actually woke. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the FBI actually killed him, but uh, they certainly would have if they could. Well, they have. tried they to blackmail prob- him into they killing himself, his ass. which is yeah. really funny. Like the idea that you could, that you could dig up enough dirt on someone and then your goal is to have them kill themselves. Like yeah. that's uh, pretty intense. I mean, that's, that that is wild. That's, that's like, like a that's, moonshot. That's like when Google yeah. tries to do the moonshot. That was the FBI's yeah. version of that. I mean, that it's wildly evil. It's like <laughs> evil in a way. It's like, damn, I knew the FBI was bad, but that's the most evil shit. Like, kill yourself. Why don't you just fucking <laughs> evil, but also uh, like naively evil. Like that. You oh yeah, think no, someone, stupid. <laughs> that you think Stupidly someone's gonna evil. kill themselves because you yeah. like caught him cheating on his wife. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, it's. It's definitely. You, you are. It is a moonshot. You're shooting for the moon there, being like, "Well, hopefully he just does our job for us." But I, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, um, the politics of the special were also good, which is uh, was surprising. Well, they were also to me. good in that I didn't have to like. I don't know. It wasn't. I didn't have to hear the same shit that I hear constantly, right. and expect, and the comedian expects me to like applaud for having. Yeah the same politics which i i don't know yeah, i don't care anymore yeah i i don't care anymore and also um i mean i certainly don't care to hear from a fucking comedian about no it. absolutely um, not and not not again not to denigrate my own kind or whatever but like unless the take is funny and new and different like yeah uh, then it, you're 999 percent of the time you're not going to educate anyone so no hopefully exactly. it's funny and like you know there's a good beat behind it which is right that's what it was like it wasn't anything special i mean come on like after seeing in and of itself and everybody's like oh man you got to watch this fucking oh you got to watch sure. this emo magic thing and uh, <laughs> and then bill gates is in the audience and he and he like correctly Just- 
correctly choose correctly chooses Bill Gates as like a Viking or whatever the fuck right, Bill Gates' yeah, yeah, identity yeah. was. Adre- adrenochrome addict or something. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, I, I like so I I watched I didn't watch all the special. I watched about 45 minutes, which is uh, about all I could take of any comedy special usually it's um, a little long it's like an hour 20 i think it could have been an, an hour sure, but, right but uh, you know 45 minutes is fine I, like like people have their limits that's just mine my limit is like that uh, uh, it was like there was a point which uh, i hit a song wasn't even a bad song like i left laughing yeah um but i was like all right i'm done um but uh that's i guess fine i mean there's just like a certain amount of attention that you have to pay to comedy that it, oh, yeah. it, it like requires more of the audience than uh other forms and so like you wear oh, yeah. out as an audience member faster yeah um but i guess so what i will say um about it the problems that i had with it were um that musical comedy in general i guess like in terms of musical comedy it was like it, it it was good. It was like the songs were good. Mm-hmm. And I like that it wasn't just like the same kind of musical comedy formula as like, uh, I don't know. As, uh, you see a lot of musical comedians who like the whole thing is they're singing sweetly while saying suck my dick, uh-huh. which is like f- funny. That's, you know, that's fine. But if they're all doing it, it's like not so good. So he doesn't do that. But he does, um, I think a little bit i don't know some of the 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 energy of it i just was like um i don't know i just i i thought it was okay i i was a little bit because you liked it so much i was expecting the joe sinclitico musical special comedy hour <laughs> yeah. well no i was gonna like, do that other than joe. well no but it, like for for a moment i was like oh did he just like decide to flip out like he's like he's in quarantine and he's just you know playing music by himself and then you know he's he's just doing the 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 come eating falcon or whatever mm-hmm. the musical version um i mean obviously that would be great but no i would love that uh, but i mean i was just, i was watching it i felt like when a boomer probably watched uh like i don't know uh john fucking uh belushi or whatever where it was like half i was laughing at it and half i was just sort of impressed by all of the different things that he managed to do well uh, in the same special. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. he's singing well, he's playing piano well, he's like editing and like lighting well and everything's, yeah. everything's kind of hitting, or at least it was for me. Uh, no, yeah. And and I, I was definitely, I caught myself laughing out loud occasionally, which is, that's a huge sign that something good is happening because I, I don't laugh out loud with most things that I just sit and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you laugh uh, like I come. Yeah, exactly. You come quietly, mm-hmm. just in your head. Under my breath, in my head. Yeah, you're just, oh, you know, you're, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, you, but like, that's your, your mind just goes, uh, yeah, make me come. And it feels not good when you make me come. Was that Jamaican ever? <laughs> no, not Jamaican. This is American, man. <laughs> I am from Russia and I like to come. this is not going to be a recurring thing it's so hack when they say suck my dick while singing sweetly no what i'm saying (laughs) is that 
when they all <laughs> it's do not it. hack when you talk about coming through autotune no that's not that's new and yeah, i'm fresh. breaking ground fresh dude. angle that is a fresh angle, all right? Like it's other people who are bad. <laughs> oh, oh no. What what I what I hate about musical comedy a lot of the time is the song length. That's my biggest issue. Yeah. It'll be like a format cuz I, I like early in college I like wrote a couple of musical comedy songs and I li- look back on them and I'm like I didn't need three verses, four choruses and a bridge. <laughs> no, you need like verse, chorus, maybe bridge and you're done. Yeah. Verse, chorus, maybe bridge, chorus, and then you're done. Yeah. You don't need two verses. You, 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 you really don't. You need... I mean, the song should not be longer than something that you would play on the radio. Sure. I'm talking two minutes, 30 seconds. But and I, I thought did he like, did like a... He, he, I thought he, he did, did like an epic... Uh, you know, like it's like a musical theater thing where it's kind of... is multiple songs in one and it kind of comes back and they oh a medley well sort of but it's yeah yeah like a concept album more i would call it Um, right oh yeah i see what you're saying yeah 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 but i and it it, went back and forth between like funny and i know the bar for funny is lower if it comes in a good song but like i'm okay with that that's how you use those things like right exactly yeah you should utilize that um yeah i don't know and it was it was uh i was going back and forth between this is funny and this is good uh in a good way yeah yeah i mean i guess like my main issue with it was that i really had to push through with accepting that i was going to watch a musical comedy special that wasn't weird al singing other people's songs about food Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um and I don't, you know, I don't begrudge anyone really, really falling in love with it and liking it. Um, I'm a little pissed that he is like 30 and um, is, I mean, he's one inch shorter than me, but mm-hmm. like, let's be real. Like, I'd give up an inch. He looks taller, be though, because he, he has that big face. Like, you don't have the big big craggy face like no i don't have a craggy face i'm i'm proportionally built i look like a normal sized man unless i'm standing next to a a regular a regular sized man i just you know this is the only way you would know but yeah no i i i i appreciated the fact that like bo burnham um i don't know why i thought this was because i know i've seen some of his songs but for some reason i appreciated the fact that he wasn't clean I, mm. I I thought I thought he was. He does look. He has that look of like someone who's clean, like and, he's doing clean comedy. But yeah. it's not, it, it wasn't at all. And I I got a big laugh. Like uh, one of the moments I laughed out loud was when he was talking about. Um, he was just like talking into the camera, and he said, "I'm doing this instead of doing what I want to do, which is blow my fucking brains out." <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, "All right, okay." Oh, you like guy. that? See, I. Of all the things that struck me as hack, uh, like a comedian talking about mental health uh, would be like top of the list. But uh, I mean, I thought he made it work, but I, I definitely yeah. I definitely feel like my tolerance for uh, mm-hmm. famous people and people in the public eye, uh, like using their mental health as part of their brand. Um, I feel well, like I've hit, I've hit my limit. Oh, I totally agree. I, I didn't think he was using his mental health uh, as part of his brand or anything like oh, that i don't i, I don't think was, so either but i, mean, I saw I, it as like i'm I, bored to tears and yeah, i also wasn't yeah. expecting him to do 
a joke about wanting to blow his brains out and the the not expecting it because I forgot that he's not a clean guy. Mm. So uh, he surprised me and the surprise made me laugh. Yeah, I yeah, uh, I agree. Everyone should joke about joke about titties and coming. Yes. And uh, just grow up, dude. We all like cum jokes. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. The cum comes out of my dick and then it goes into another dick and then that dick gets filled with my cum and then the cum goes into its balls and now you've got double cum in your balls. You got double cum in your balls. <laughs> Does it sound good? Yeah, yeah, no. Musical <laughs> comedy, see? What am I t- what did I say? <laughs> Uh, uh, this is kind of perfect for the Bo Burnham uh, review episode, so yeah. uh, I'm uh, I'm happy with it. Um, Have you been yeah, peeping I, all the? Uh, I like that all of our male celebrities have to do HGH now. Yeah, it's just fucking part of it, dude. All like like now it is. It's required for you to um, to to be cut like all of the CG people in the 300. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, <laughs> And I'm with it. I, I like. I'm happy about it because I feel like uh, you know. I've always felt like we like HGH gets a bum rap because it's like, oh, it, that's cheating in sports. And it's like, okay, but if we're outside of sports, if we're talking sure. just folks on screen that I want to mm-hmm. watch, let them get buff. That you, we watch these people starve themselves so they can play the fucking machinist, you know. <laughs> and we don't. We have no problem with mm-hmm. it. I say I have no problem if you want to fucking you know pump your ass full of steroids and get fucking hella hunky. I'm cool. With I the, like that they need to they they still feel like they need to be buff in order to play a character who's magic. Like I don't know that <laughs> being magic requires you know muscle mass. I think you yeah, can just use the magic, but no, it's true. Like I honestly, mean, David Blaine doesn't need muscles. He still makes the cards come out of your ear or whatever. Exactly, exactly. I feel like Superman could be fat. But yeah, and he was originally in the fifties. It wasn't fat. He was fat by our standards. Yeah, well, he was a husky boy. Like back in the day, the person that you considered strong was just like a husky boy. Yeah, it was just a husky boy. Oh, look at that! You don't want to mess with that stocky daddy over there. Yeah, exactly. All all of our fucking best boxers, you know, were just these like little fat boys, (laughs) and we're just like, look how strong they are. It's like you mean thick. And yeah, like, yeah, strong thick. Well, he's What's got the some heft to him. Yeah, exactly. And you know, now, like Kumail Nanjiani's jaw <sighs> looks like it has widened like five or six inches, which I appreciate it. And I and I just hope that uh, that they are just honest about like doing. I feel. I mean, I know they would probably get canceled for admitting to like HGH and uh, oh yeah steroid, usage, which is ridiculous. But that's bullshit because we all know they're doing it. Just say it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It really is fine. I really have no problem with the fact that you guys are are fucking roiding. None at all. You're you're actors. I don't care what you. I don't care if you take cocaine. No. You know? I don't care if you fucking you know shoot up ketamine every night. Do a bunch of poppers and get yeah. ass fucked. Like literally, <laughs> I feel like you're... I love Tom Hardy's response. I don't know if I never read the article, oh but my the, head, God. Neither the did headline, I. the headline where he says, "Of course I've had gay sex. I'm an actor." Like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, Tom Hardy. Like, just keeping it real. Yeah, I've had gay sex. We've all had gay sex. This is a thing, and I feel <laughs> like we're like inching closer and closer. Like, yes, I've 
dr- I drank some adrenochrome at a party. <laughs> yeah. We've all done it. This town is overflowing with baby adrenal glands. We have fetuses that we make milkshakes out of. Yeah. And uh, that's just what you do now. And all the foreskins for my facial cream. Like, good. Good. Admit it. Um, but yeah, in terms of just him, like, it's long been rumored that he was gay. And he's always had, like, the best responses to it, which is just yelling in a very Tom Hardy way. Well, he just grunts. He goes, he goes, <laughs> and everybody's yeah, like, wow, yeah. dude, that's really profound. Yeah. That's his yeah. acting style is he kind of just, uh, yeah. I mean, and uh, Hey, I fucking, I, I could hear him say anything. He gets and, to a part of the human condition that is subverbal and, uh, yeah. we can all relate to it. That's good acting. It's good acting is when like, whatever you're saying doesn't matter. It's just like the tone in which you grunted. Mm hmm. Is like it. It just does all of the communication. I love um, it. But I like that uh, we have all collectively noticed that Chris Hemsworth has been skipping leg day because that was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> one I of the first that. things I noticed. I mean, he's he's huge. Like he's one of those actors who dude. is not. But it's weird because he's like six five, but he somehow uh, looks like a five foot eight guy who goes to the gym a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he's managed to turn uh, being like a tall, uh, lanky guy. He he somehow looks like a short, stocky guy. Like no, yeah, he's done. He's got an opposite Matt Lieb thing and an opposite Bo Burnham thing. More more so, like uh, he looks like a short, stocky guy. Like he looks like uh, one of those like Jim Rat Na- Napoleon complex dudes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is just like you know five foot two, and he's just like really mad that girls won't date him because they can't wear their heels or whatever but like he's actually fucking huge yeah you know but he's with not little twig that. little skinny legs though little skinny legs i mean i've actually never noticed that he had little skinny legs before um are you pulling but, it up now um i am uh and i feel like you could just google chris hemsworth skipping leg day okay hemsworth hemsworth leg day uh-oh somehow i got into yahoo news hemsworth i'll show you dude i'll show you bro hemsworth no i got this hemsworth leg leg workout all right images (laughs) let me look it's taking you so long you're like it's taking me a long time dude oh yeah look at that little skinny legs it's cute it's really cute why does he have little skinny legs like that i mean it makes sense if you're uh jesus christ look at his cum gutters (laughs) I mean, his body is just fucking. He's all cum gutters, and the cum it drips down into his cum. It's got a double pool of cum. It's got a double pool of cum. Did it sound good? <laughs> yeah, it sounded really good. <laughs> you should be like his personal minstrel. Is yeah. there an, is that non is that problematic to call someone a minstrel? I think so. <laughs> but I don't. Not like a minstrel show, but you know, no, like a traveling uh, troubadour. I don't think it's kind of fair. Thing. It's not fair that it's problematic, but I I feel like if I said minstrel out loud, everyone would just go show, and then mm, so I don't. Yeah, you yeah. know. All right. Well, you're smarter than me. That's why you're in showbiz. 
That's why I'm in showbiz. That's why I have yet to be canceled. Except for I will, if I ever got famous, I would totally be canceled. I just, I know I would. I because I, I don't know. Well, you know, I've said something. I'm sure. Sure. I've done all we sorts all of accents, and yeah. you know, that's all right. That's all right with me because you know, fucking, I'll just. This is just where I will die. So I wanted to wait for Laramie, but uh, you know he's running late. So I just I feel like this is a perfect time to bring up uh, Ellie Kemper and whether she is indeed canceled. I feel like we can't. um, Like I I I wanted to find out whether she'd responded yet or not. And basically the thing was, someone posted a picture of her at this thing that they do in St. Louis called the Veiled Prophet uh, Ceremony, which, yep. if you have Sounds some time... Sounds normal and not at all like <laughs> it is chaired by the Yellow King. <laughs> Read up on it. It's very weird. And it is for sure, like, KKK adjacent, because it was, it was sure. like... Well, fa- what isn't? It was founded by a con- former Confederate uh, cavalryman, and basically it came into being... Right after the giant like railway strike uh, mm-hmm. that came through uh, St. Louis, where you know black people and working poor white people were starting starting to find you know working class solidarity and it mm-hmm. was a threat, and so this guy founded this thing where they have uh, you know like a celebration of one of the leaders of the town who wears a veil, and uh, <laughs> you don't know who he is. And he picks, <laughs> he picks a queen, and just uh, someone with like a like a not a hood per se on their head, <laughs> yeah. but like a mask, a mask <laughs> of some sort, and a pointy little a pointy mask that. And just the point is, point of it is uh, reinforcing power structures, but uh, yeah, you know, no, just in like a an aristocratic kind of way. Like yeah, a, yeah, not in like a way of like burning crosses but though it is cross adjacent <laughs> yeah. uh but it is we burn okay. a lowercase t yeah exactly <laughs> t is for time to leave that is <laughs> one of my favorite south park jokes um yeah but yeah so uh, she was like she was crowned uh what was it the veiled prophet queen or yeah the yellow the queen they, yeah the yellow queen <laughs> oh by the way like someone in the 70s they like they're the the Failed Prophet has only been r- revealed like twice. And once was in the 70s when someone like swung, some activist like swung in on a wire and like fucking pulled it off Mission Impossible style. <laughs> like and it was Spider Man? Yeah, like some sort of spider. And it was like the heir to like Dow Chemicals or some shit like that. Um, oh boy. So, so yeah. that's interesting. So, so that's they, what we're they working continue, with. They continue the tradition of uh, having the mask on. And and judging it like that, yeah. But they, I mean, they tried to liberalize it. They like allowed uh, black people to come they're, in like 1979, and yeah, you know. they're like black people can also wear the hood. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and, and, and so this was just just for clarification. This is uh, what is commonly referred to as a debutante ball. Is that yeah. right? Well, it's and like a, debut- a debutante ball plus like a few orders of magnitude. Uh, weirder and more like elite and like quasi you know like the person who originally posted it uh, like called it something like you know a kkk uh, something or other i think the person was being glib and then the shit went viral and everybody was like oh my god she was an actual kkk princess right right, she wasn't but it's not like that far from it either. well like the difference I, is that she mm, 
has some plausible deniability of not knowing what that organization was all about. Right. I mean, I, I guess that's the question. The question is, is like everyone who goes to this debutante ball, are they immediately informed of the history of it? Is it like uh, this like explicitly racist ball or has it been like integrated since 1979 and it's just like it just has its roots in fucking white supremacy because if it's just its roots in white supremacy i go like yeah i mean that's kind of every institution in america sure and it's like borderline like it's one of those things where you kind of look at it certainly with 2020 eyes and and you're like okay that's fucking weird like you could just look mm-hmm. <laughs> look at there being a dude with a fucking veil over his face no, who's no, like some sort of weird secret and- part of the town's power structure uh yes. but like i get if you're like a 19 year old uh, white girl from a rich family, and like, I I I can you understand never. I can understand never having interrogated that if you're her. But also, yeah, uh, come out and say that. Like, I think it's you, like at this point, I have mixed feelings something. about that. Say I something. have mixed feelings. I have mixed feelings because number one, because uh, we're already at the part of the news cycle where it's like. Oh man, people are trying to cancel her. It's like we're already at the part of the news cycle where we debate whether fucking cancel culture is real and it's so boring. Yeah, but to me what that says is like okay, so we're once you get to the the backlash where people are like talking about oh, everyone's trying to cancel and fucking this is just uh, the left is this is how the left is and blah 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 blah. Like once once you're there, I feel like Okay, we're two days away then from it being out of the news cycle. And I have never seen a clarifying statement uh, go well when it comes to this kind of shit. I've never seen an apology go well. I've never seen... Yeah, I feel like in this case, it's... I don't know. It feels sort of like a layup in this case where... How? In what way? She goes... uh, I'm her. Let Let me be Ellie. Ellie Kemper. Um, so just to explain, um, I didn't know its history, and uh, obviously, had I known, I don't think I ever would have partaken in it, um, and I apologize to everyone um, for, you know. I don't think for, you need to apologize, but you just say, I don't. I didn't see, know its uh, history when I was 19, sorry. There, boom, right there, you're like, you don't need to, if you need to apologize, something wrong with it. And then you got people going, why didn't you apologize? And then you got yeah. people going like, you don't need to apologize. Everyone's fucking blah, blah, blah. And that one's me. That's the third one guy was, that was an impression of myself saying, just, just don't. It's, it's such a stupid story. It's, it's so. Uh, uh, yeah, I think there's something there though. Like, well, it's, it's wild and interesting. It's, yeah. And I think that if she I were, think it's funny that not a lot of people realize that, like, people in entertainment uh, all come from money. <laughs> or that, or oh, that. yeah. Well, there's that. But the coming <laughs> that, from money is, that's not what people are really getting at her about. They're getting at her because they're like, she was part of some sort of uh, neo-Confederate, like, beauty pageant. Yeah, and, which comes from coming from money. No, no, of course, of course, but but that the, no one is going like, oh man, I didn't know she was rich. They're going, oh, she's a secret racist. That's the the and by the way, I've not actually seen people legitimately being like we should cancel her. Right. All I've seen is people going like like laughing at it being stupid. So yeah. I so so I, like part of me goes like, um, like she needs to just be laughing about it too. 
like if I were her, that's what would be my feelings to like kind of laugh about. Like I had no idea, and yes, that's fucking weird and whatever. But I know that I, that's not going to be enough because I just feel like, like there's something to be said. Like we're at this moment where we're starting to uh, interrogate certain power structures where we maybe haven't been in the past. Yeah. Like our generation, the goal was just like you know study hard and become part of the college become become part of the elite and become part of the fucking pmc yeah all is welcome yeah all are welcome into the pmc all you have to do is go to the right college and blah 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 right so like the goal was to be the goal was to be part of the elite like when we were growing up that was the whole goal and now we're starting to like you know question Uh what being like elite means and whether it should be that way uh but like at the time i can understand when someone just comes to you with something prestigious and they're like do you want to do this and it's like yeah of course that's what we've been fucking trained to do yeah yeah. uh is be in the overachiever club or whatever the fuck yeah i mean yeah yeah so you're saying that we've been kind of like having a little bit of an awakening towards like this elite ruling class and even in like our local shitty little mid-sized yes. cities i yes i think so and i think this like that's kind of a big thing in cruella which we'll talk about but like uh-huh like we're trying we're starting to recognize uh that the boss is bad like we simultaneously want to be the girl boss but we're also trying to reckon with like what the boss being the boss means right. and uh and it's kind of like it's really hard like people cannot um do both simultaneously and it's like breaking uh-huh. everyone's brain right right yeah um, but I guess to me, like you're seeing something in this Ellie Kemper story that I'm not seeing, which is like, um, I mean, a- it's given it a lot of credit. Cause I think this is just like, okay, she's a rich chick and like rich chicks in the South do weird debutante yeah. ball type shit. Right. And, I guess and the I, question I, is like, is yeah. that your fault when you're born into it? And at what point do you realize like, this is not a thing that you should do and how much responsibility do you have to like opt out of these weird fucking crypto confederate uh right whatever Fuck, yeah dances <laughs> yeah <laughs> community events <laughs> yeah yeah I, and and i guess it's like yeah so I, I i'm not seeing i'm seeing some discussion of like of course she's rich you know it's so many of the people that we like are these like rich people and whatnot uh, uh, but like, I'm not really seeing that as like the target of the discussion. So more so the target of the discussion being like, um, should she apologize for being a part of like this racist, um, this, this thing that's like tied to racism and, and whatnot. And I'm like, you know, um, should she be sorry about it? Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, in that, like, you know, uh, uh, even if it's not your fault, you know, you're just like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. You know, especially had I known. Should she make a statement about it? I guess if enough people are talking about it, you have to. But part of me is like, it's so stupid. It's such a stupid story. She she yeah. herself did not go in. As far as we know, she did not go in to be like, you know, Mrs. You know, queen of the the goddamn you know grand dragon ceremony or whatever like like it was a debutante ball and a debutante ball is simply yeah but she was the queen she was literally the queen yeah well she won she won she was the yellow queen yeah she was listen a debutante ball is simply when your dad is like 
okay, you're hot now. I want to show you off. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, let's go to the I want all my friends to drool off. about how fuckable I, you are. Exactly. That I, want my friends I become to more see... prestigious in direct proportion yeah. to my daughter's fuckability. Exactly. It's Which like, is like, perfectly look, normal thing for dads to do. Obviously. It's perfectly normal and, and good for a dad to say <laughs> there's grass on the field. Play ball. You know, it's uh-huh. it's an American pastime of, of when you get horny by your own daughter. And <laughs> and I think we, it should be celebrated. No, I mean, I'm just saying debutante balls are a fucking weird thing. I'm not entirely sure what they are. I think it is when your dad thinks you're hot and yeah. it's time it's for bu- society to see you. <laughs> you have to wear gloves so that yeah, you, don't, yeah, exactly. you don't get your doo-doo hands on the tea cakes, I think. No, you don't want to get your doo-doo hands on the tea cakes. And at this point in your life, you shouldn't have doo-doo hands. <laughs> but, right. Well, but they're not really... They're not really illustrating that with the gloves. The gloves make it seem like you definitely have doo-doo hands. I think it's per, it's to protect you from other Hide men's... the tea cakes, y'all. It's, here, it's, comes... <laughs> here comes Miss Doo-Doo Hands 2020. <laughs> um, no, I think it's like for shaking hands with men who have doo-doo hands. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't want your the friends... The women are assumed to not have doo-doo hands, but just to be sure, one of the reasons it's assumed is they're always wearing gloves. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. got grass on the field now, so now all your friends' doo-doo hands can yes. sully the they field. They can sully the field, exactly. And you don't want yeah. that. It really you is. You don't want another uh, man fertilizing your daughter's field with his doo-doo it's funny. hands. <laughs> it's funny because like sometimes I'll go on to Pornhub, and I'll just be like... <laughs> Who are these titles for? It'll just be like, you know, I saw there was like a there was a pre-roll ad before the porn I watched recently that was like one of those like porn video games and it was like would you uh, choose between fucking your stepmom or your stepsister? And I'm just like are these the only choices? <laughs> and, and I've always found this kind of like weird kind of, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you would probably choose stepsister to avoid cucking your own dad, but maybe not. Maybe that's part I of it. I don't know, though. Cucking, that's something about that, actually, I get. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, the power there. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, something Oedipal. Anyways, um, but uh, no, like, uh, sometimes I look at the, like, the titles about, like, you know, guy fucks, you know, step sister or whatever or or stepmom fucks stepson and i'm just like what the fuck who are these for and then i realize we live in a society where like debutante balls are a thing and i'm like oh i get it there's like a very weird incest thing going on yeah america in general yeah probably other countries too but i i can only speak about america oh no i think that definitely came from the europeans and their fucking uh weird incestual uh, aristocracies Mm mm-hmm they all want to fuck yeah. their brothers and sisters. They okay. love to fuck their brothers and sisters, dude. So they Laramie isn't coming. They love <laughs> to fuck their brothers and their sisters and their pussies. And when the dick goes in, a pussy make a baby. But the baby is weird because it's got too many chromosomes. Too many chromosomes and now it's weird. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, so we can st- we can talk about Cruella now because Laramie's not coming. Um, oh, he just he just bowed out completely. Yeah, he's uh, he got stuck in a meeting, is what he says. So oh, look at Mister, I got a meeting. There's gonna be a meeting between Laramie's ass and my hand next uh-huh. time I fucking see him. Next okay. time I see the guy. Here's the thing: we invite Laramie on, but we don't need Laramie. <laughs> 
We yeah. invite any guest on. I've never needed a guest in my life, dude. All I want to do is hang out with you. This is this is just how I uh, allow myself to socialize with my best bud, Vincent Mancini. That's right. Yeah, and also all you piggies out there who you know like like to fucking hang out with us. So we don't need some guy being in here doing lists. We love him. We love him. But you know what? We don't we need him to Laramie. talk about. We don't need shit. Cruella, which is obviously an oh. origin story for the famous dog murdering heiress created <laughs> in 1956 mm-hmm. uh, in the novel 101 Dalmatians, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure was good. Turned yeah, into a, it adapted into a, a Disney cartoon. That's right. Of the same name. Uh, about uh, the same uh, heiress fashion designer slash dog killer. So I'm sort of fascinated by this whole project because it's just, on one level, it's just such a perfect storm of all the things, of all the mm-hmm. reasons that our culture is like fucking dead right now. Yes, like all, yes. I mean, you got the streaming wars, uh, uh-huh. and then you have the like IP maintenance fad, you know, where Disney needs to uh you know keep breathing new life into old properties so they can continue making money off of them and and the idea that they decided to do this uh with cruella Deville, Mm -hmm. uh, whose name is just like cruel devil it's cruel devil cruel devil in the original book yeah you know it's actually like it's cruel devil in like all of the languages like they actually re translated it oh yeah in every language it It, translates to cruel devil yeah uh hold on i'm finding it um i mean in polish among other translations the character is known as cruella demon a play on the word uh, demon oh cruel demon yeah in italian she is known as crudelia demon a pun Mm -hmm. on crudele cruel and demone demon yeah. Uh, in the French translation of the Disney animated movie, she is wor- referred to as Cruella d'Enfer, literally meaning Cruella of Hell or From Hell. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about the the, the character of Cruella de Vil. It, like, it is honestly a kind of a... It's a brilliant character. It's like a really great idea of this fucking... Uh, like high fashion uh, mm-hmm. sociopath, uh huh, yeah, uh, who like kills dogs. It's like it's perfect for a kids movie in a way. It's a that perfect I... vil, like a perfect like perfect. flamboyant villain who's perfect flamboyant who's named Cruel Devil, villain. and you're just like, yes, she's evil devil, and I never have to think about anything else about her. Yeah, yeah, you don't really again. have to. You don't need a backstory to someone named Cruel Devil. <laughs> no, it's right uh, there in the name. It's right there in the name. Uh, I mean, she might as well be named Mrs. Bad Guy. <laughs> exactly. And, but but just in terms of like kind of, uh, you know, just the caricature of a bad person, making her this like fashion person, making her someone who kills dogs, making her someone who, you know, when she drives her fancy car, she just runs over stop signs. Uh, like, it's good stuff. It's, yeah, it's I, already has been. Yeah, it's already like a critique of wealth. And, yes, uh, exactly. Which is, yeah, it's great. Um, so <laughs> Disney came in and they're like, all right, what if we hired the I, Tanya director uh, mm-hmm. to, to do for Cruella DeVille what he did for Tanya Harding, you know, force mm-hmm. like a mass 
reimagining of this character as like maybe she isn't just like a trailer trash uh right. figure skater maybe she's actually uh you know like an maybe underdog iconoclast trauma. yeah yeah and, and and it really is kind of like i can't imagine the meeting didn't go i want to do for cruella what warner did for the joker like right. for sure yeah yeah like that, well, the, it, the whole idea is like they want to simultaneously do like the live action lion king yeah. and compete with like the mayor of east town right. because it's like they're going for kids kids and parents and like the adult contemporary like streaming audience at the same yes. time which yeah. is hey uh, like the fbi great job for taking a swing you know it's like that's a <laughs> that's a moonshot and i respect it i i respect it too and and, and i gotta say that like while initially my response to seeing like tr- trailers and fucking posters of cruella Deville uh was to just like make fun of it as it got closer and closer to like the movie actually being released i was kind of like i gotta see what they're gonna do with this <laughs> right because and it's it- it's such a bad idea on its face not because you can't make an anti-hero because you can like i really like the joker movie yeah I- me too. I- I- you can make an anti-hero the problem is is it's like Bro, this is a Disney movie, and she's someone who kills dogs. A yeah, character she kills th- dogs. I, that, she's a fucking like, dog killer. A, like killing dogs is like for children and adults, top shelf evil shit. <laughs> yeah, like 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 gonna... that is like if you had to imagine what a bad guy was in the eyes of a child, the first thing they'd say is kills dogs. Yeah, it's and like oh, so, how do we like, make it worse than a baby killer or like a baby raper? It's like, right, ah, exactly. Puppy killer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, pretty fucking evil shit. So, because knowing it's a Disney movie, I'm like, I gotta see what you're what intrigued gonna... by the ridiculousness of the concept, and yes. and in fact, uh, like one ridiculous decision, like in like follows another in this movie. Like it oh, keeps yeah. getting like because the the concept is so ridiculous, they keep having to invent even more and more like ridiculous th- things. Like yes. their solution to how to make Cruella DeVille like Tanya Harding was to make Cruella DeVille uh, Vivian Westwood, which is yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. hilarious. Because yeah. so they, all right, well, let's back up. There, first, there's like a Batman frame where uh, Cruella DeVille, as a young child, sees her mom murdered by Dalmatians, which, you know, <laughs> predictable, but bold at the <laughs> I mean, time? it was one of those moments in this movie where I was just like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm so, I'm so with this. I'm so into <laughs> what they're doing here because they're like, we need an origin story. We yeah. need a reason why she would hate Dalmatians so much. And then they're just like, oh, Dalmatians kill the mom. What if Dalmatians kill mom? Okay. So when I wrote script, I said to yourself, how could one make someone hate Dalmatians to a point where you'd be okay with seeing them as a hero in a movie? Because <laughs> yeah. most people hate when people kill dogs. Most people really hate when they kill uh, one specific breed of dog. Reminds people of anti-Semitic murder. <laughs> so I said, okay, but what if those dogs killed a mom? And so I wrote script, and then you give me money. Yeah, it's funny because... You know, like they're trying to make this into the Joker, but in this analogy, the Dalmatians are actually the Joker because, you know, she is 
Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she, I mean, she's bat. Like Cruella Deville is Batman because they're giving her a reason to like hate the person who killed yeah. her parents. Uh, but like in that Batman story, it was the Joker who killed Batman's parents. So like the, the Dalmatians are actually the Joker in this uh, in this version. In this version, the Dalmatians are are the real Joker. I suppose they're the Joker. Yeah, but um, and we maybe we need like the gritty origin story of the evil Dalmatians. Of the evil Dalmatians at some um, point. Yeah. So okay. So that's like the predictable part. Right. The right. fucking and- weird part is they immediately have baby Corella Deville grow up and turn into Emma Stone, who is basically if you did a simultaneous biopic of Vivian Westwood and made it the Devil Wears Prada. Uh-huh. Because, you know, she's like a punk fashion designer working for uh, Emma Thompson, who is uh the Baroness whose dogs killed Cruel Deville's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, No, go ahead. Yeah, and so and this is why like I I was talking about sort of the uh the like the the PMC dilemma right now. I feel mm-hmm. like this movie is very representative of that cuz like act like almost entirely by accident like they set up the story where uh Cruella Deville is working for this evil fashion designer. But uh-huh. the evil fashion designer basically treats Cuella Deville like the scholarship kid. She's like the only one who acknowledges her talent and, yeah, and she acknowledges like, her genius. Corroborates yes. her genius. And so like in order to be like a proper uh you know child of the meritocracy, yeah. uh, you have to like sort of keep following your accolades upward and being part of the power structure right. even though like you've simultaneously now been taught that there's something wrong with that like that that power structure is inherently predatory because uh right obviously because she's a baroness that killed kills moms with a dalmatian yeah yeah she uses dalmatians <laughs> to do mom murders so there's a problem but at the same time inherently she's the one who's got all the jobs exactly yeah, yeah so she's the one you got to impress and there's quite a, a dilemma there and i i remember actually a moment while i was watching this where um, she was. Uh, she realizes that the Baroness was the very same that used uh, Dalmatians for mom murder, uh-huh. and she was like, "Oh my god, she killed my mom." Um, where she's immediately like, "In I'm gonna take revenge mode." And I remember I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Oh man," but she, but you're doing so well at this company, though, dude. <laughs> like I, rem- yeah. I remember actually <laughs> yeah. feeling. Like, I don't know. You're kind of living your dream here a bit. Like, I feel yeah. like it's a big step backwards. And that's what the like... Game of Thrones guys basically said, her best friend from... Yeah. Uh, he was like, are you sure? You seem like you like this job and your boss. Yeah, and n- right. Exactly. And, you feel and, seen and, at your job for the first time. Yeah. And there was part of me that was like, um, because it was clear that they made Jasper uh the you know the the this guy you're talking about the game of thrones guy into this character jasper by the way it's jasper and some other horace and and horace they're the like in the disney movie they're the the two scheming you know thugs Uh that uh corel deville hires to steal the dogs um they you you get their origin story too yeah which is a lot of fun um but you you kind of felt like okay so jasper is the conscience of this movie And so in the conscience of this movie, they're like, they're kind of telling you a little bit like, 
no, don't murder your boss. You know, only <laughs> right. only bad guys do that. Yeah. You know, like like who cares? I know you just suck it up. Sometimes your mom gets murdered by your boss. You just gotta you gotta well, the f- yeah, the funny thing is is uh because they've set up this um this mentorship uh apprentice like this the evil apprentice uh plot. Um like the the demands of the standard origin story are that we cheer when the character becomes the thing that we already know they are. You know, when right. when the, the when they like, oh shit. Uh they said the title. Yeah, he said the title. He shaved his yeah. beard and now he's Wolverine or whatever. Yeah, he's he was like, I, I he find he said, I am going to become the Joker. <laughs> yeah. This like sort of runs up against the other plot, which is uh, that Cruella in this movie sort of has like the split personality where yeah, she's yeah. Estella, who's like the nice, uh, you know, striver who just wants to be recognized as a fashion designer. And right. then like Cruella, who is like her evil uh, alter ego, I guess. Who Yeah, her, her alter ego who wants literally the exact same things that she wants except uh, that Estella (laughs) wants but uh she's more willing to cut corners to get there and like step on people in order to do it i guess yeah oh shit laramie's here oh he came yeah is it too late no (laughs) all right here here he is yeah um all right hold on We'll, we'll we'll wait a second laramie oh yeah hold on his video is loading I'm not cutting any of this. No. Okay. Laramie, can you hear you? us? Yes. We're we're good. We're 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 talking about Cruella right now. Was it really good? Did you love it? Well, yeah, we were getting into all <laughs> We're talking about all of it. Uh how so, are yeah, you so doing? Cruella, she's kind of like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde cuz she's like yeah. she's Cruella, but she's also Estella, who's like the nice version. And the, the the thing with this movie is like normally in a movie like this we would cheer for her to become Cruella, uh-huh. the character that we know and love from the dog killing Disney movies. Uh, but in this movie, it's sort of like it can't decide whether it wants us to root for her to become Cruella or not. Right, Laram. Oh, there, oh, there we go. He muted himself. Uh, so uh, the your do you have headphones, Laramie? <laughs> Who who's this? This Matt. <laughs> This is Matt. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Do you do you have headphones? Because I'm getting a little echo. I'll get some headphones. Okay. Th- thank you, buddy. Um, I'm sorry, Vince. What, what were you saying? Just that the demands of the standard origin story are running headlong into this, like the accidentally compelling plot that they came up with, which is, uh, like, what do we do? As upwardly mobile middle class drivers, like when we when we get yeah. all the accolades. Uh, do we like become part of the same power structure? Like, do you become the Baroness exactly like the Baroness was? Uh, do you try to like kill the Baroness or do you right. like, like, what do you like? We haven't got there. And I think that's like a fundamental fracture in the sort of like PMC psyche right now. Yeah. And you see, and the interesting part of Corella is that that's kind of part of the conflict is her not knowing what the fuck she's supposed to do. Right, um, right. Yeah, she's she's also torn. But but I also I feel like um and this is the problem that I knew they were going to have with this movie uh was that like an anti-hero movie about like a universally loathed villain uh like Cruella DeVille 
you know, like, for example, in the Joker, you know that in order to become the Joker, he's going to do some shit like shoot the late night show host on, uh-huh. live on TV. And 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 you kind of need that. Like, you need that transformation. I felt like with her, they set it up for this like, oh, OK, she's got a reason for hating dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got to so kill. It's like Chekhov's Dalmatian. You yeah, gotta, you no, gotta, exactly. You gotta skin the thing by the final act. You, you have to skin it, and that that was that's kind of where I was wondering. I was like, but they're not gonna do it, and I know they're not. And they no. tried to like trick you into. They didn't even they put were. dicks on the lions in the Lion King movies. You think she's they're gonna have her kill a fucking dog at the end? No, I, yeah, we knew that it wasn't gonna happen. Um, but I was kind of interested to see like uh, where it was gonna go because I was like, this can't, this can't end in a way that I would like it to end. Which you is know, what? Just like, her carving up a fucking dog? Her carving up a dog. She's got to kill it because she's a dog killer. But I guess and she never kills the dog in the Dalmatians movie either. She just like well, she wants never gets, to. She, she wants to. She never gets her hands on them, you know? But mm-hmm. in this one, she has the dogs, you know? And and she's also friends with Anita. She's friends, uh, or I guess, um, I don't know why she sends Roger um, the dog in the end. Did she know Roger well enough to send it? I don't know. It doesn't Which matter. one's they Roger? Roger's the dumb lawyer, the fucking wish.com Ben Affleck looking dude. Yeah, I don't know what his deal was at all. He's 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 the main character in uh in one hundred one the Dalmatians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Strong. Yeah. Um yeah. is that the actor who plays him, Mark Strong? Yeah, the bald guy. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the guy at the very end who's singing the Cruella DeVille song on the piano. Oh, you didn't stay till after the credits, did you? Oh no, I didn't. You there didn't get the post credit sequence. Damn after it! After the credits, you see uh, him sitting at the piano playing Cruella Deville. Cru- oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me let me sing it better. She's saying Cruella Deville, Cruella Deville. Bet you come and you eat my shit. <laughs> you sucking on my dog dick. <laughs> You know that song? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> so, Laramie, do you uh, know that song? Oh, he's still getting headphones? He's still figuring. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but no. Uh, it's a high-quality so, show. We got auto-tune. We got, we got a headphones. Lot, yeah, we, <laughs> we got a guy in a car. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, so anyways, um, uh, my, my point being that like <sighs> she fucking... I don't know what my point was. It was it was explaining who Roger was, and I lost myself. Um, well, there's but- a couple characters who seem to have no function. Like there's because uh-huh. uh, because Cruella Deville is accidentally Vivian Westwood. They they figured that they had to give her a Malcolm McLaren for some reason. Um, right. So they they make this guy uh, who has like a David Bowie Ziggy Stardust uh, yeah. uh, lightning yeah. bolt on his face. They make her uh, Cruella's like gay friend who. Kind of like does nothing. He shows up to like karate chop a guy at one point, but other than that, that's like, what guys. Hi, that's what I wanted to talk about. I heard oh. they're shoving that LGBT agenda down my throat. Yeah, can you believe that they put a, a like a gay person in a movie about fashion? About I mean, fashion? Like, I just want to enjoy the couture. Yes. And suddenly there's guys blowing each other. I'm trying to look at fancy dresses and people going down catwalks in giant gaudy hats. And someone's talking about men kissing men. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Yeah. It's, you know, I, it's just like the gay agenda 
inherent in I'm, the I'm trying to Cruella watch the dog murdering movie about fashion with my kids. <laughs> yes. And now I got to explain to him uh, what sodomy is. Yeah. Now I got to explain love. I'm not <laughs> here to explain love. I'm here to watch someone murder dogs and use their skin as fashion. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really was like, so that character, uh, again, one of the big issues I had with this movie was I mean, the other fact than that, like his basic existence. Yeah. Other than it existing at all was um, the fact that like, I'm okay with making uh, bad people sympathetic in origin stories. That's great. I don't have a problem with that. The problem is, is though, like you can't make them sympathetic to a point that it kind of like undoes the character in the subsequent movies. Like uh, what I mean by that is that like now you can watch 101 Dalmatians and you know that, uh, Coella DeVille who's trying to kill the dogs and use their skin as fashion also has like gay friends and also yeah, is friends and the dogs with people are act- of color. The dogs are actually bad. The dogs are actually problematic and it turns out sometimes they deserve to die. Like there was a very gr- girl boss energy where it was just <laughs> that's, like well, some that's what dogs I'm s- deserve to die. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like this movie is the like the inherent dilemma of girl bossness, which is like, do we cheer them for being a girl or do we root against them for being a boss? Right, exactly. And 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 it it like you say, it struggles with that dilemma, which I appreciate about the movie. I I, I gotta say I'm like I was fairly impressed with how entertaining it was, despite all of the ridiculousness <laughs> of it and yeah. and not ridiculous in a way that I'm like, oh, man, this is like, you know, like that fire movie we watched with uh, Angelina Jolie. Like like I was uh, they seem to kind of well, I don't know uh, embrace they, the ridiculousness. They of fed it. the piggy. That is me with uh, be, me being able to point at the screen and go, oh, that's the text pistols. They're yeah. playing on the barge. It's like Johnny yeah. Rotten did that. That I yeah, remember. Yeah. Oh, she doing Iggy Pop. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And it's a song about a dog. Yeah. What is the more on the noise on the nose choice? Uh, sympathy for the devil for Cruella Deville or uh, Cruella Deville singing "I Want to Be Your Dog"? It's it's uh, honestly both at that point were just distracting. I I, I got to say there was the amount of like bangers in this soundtrack <laughs> yeah. playing one by one by one non-stop throughout the movie was just like a budget flex I, yeah i, I started writing them down because there were so fucking many there was uh multiple rolling stone song uh-huh. including sympathy for the devil and i can't remember the other one uh there was it's the time of the, of season. the season there's that one yeah, um, yeah there was these boots are made for walking yeah um there was fire uh there was a weird slow cover of whole lot of love by led zeppelin Uh, yeah there was the uh, it's a new dog it's a new day it's a new dog for me the the van morrison song and i'm feeling you know the one yeah and i'm feeling good yeah birds flying high you know how i feel i can't control i don't actually know if i'm hitting the right <laughs> notes it hits whatever notes are in c minor laramie are you enjoying uh auto-tune matt he's new i don't know if laramie is frozen <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Laramie, right now we're just seeing like, poor robot Laramie. <laughs> robot Laramie. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm just glad you're here, bro. Um, but He's yeah, like the ghost in your auto tune, being like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What's up, dude? <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is the production values on this podcast. Yeah, so this is what you guys was, pay us for. There really was like an insane amount of fucking. There was Queen, uh, Stone Cold Crazy. There yeah, was yeah. Uh, Blondie. There was Should I Stay or Should I Go? The Clash. There was yeah. a weird cover of Come Together by the Beatles for some reason. Yeah. You guys, yeah. you guys remember that movie Fallen when they used yeah. the Sympathy for the Devil? Yeah, the movie Fallen at the very end. Uh, Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I'm going to I mean, it was valuable input, let's say that. It was it was good. It was it was very good that it was there. Um I'm just going to anyway if I could how do I remove Oh. <laughs> oh, you're kicking Laramie out? No, I won't kick Laramie this out. This is cancel. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You <laughs> just... No, you can stay. I just you're not you don't have any signal, so it's it's coming through kind of bad. This cancel culture is out of control. Is the way I feel about it. How about you call us back for the next one? <laughs> I'll call you back, Matt. Okay, I love you, call dude. You we love you. Love you I more. Love, I, okay. <laughs> oh man, I feel bad, but I'm just like, yeah. This, this is uh, you know. I, I listen. I love Laramie, and I want him to. I want him to call in whenever we're doing a pod. But you know, he's just got to have signal. That's all. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, it's a meritocracy after all. It absolutely is. But um, yeah, so like it sets up this sort of interesting conflict, and then it ladles in like a whole bunch of shit, which is just all the punk stuff. Which yeah, and, interesting and punks- while having nothing to do with anything at the same time. It's fun to watch her do a bunch of fashion pranks. Like uh-huh. I, I like I was kind of into it because it's very the it's it's I called it the Deville wears Prada, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm sure no one else has done that. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like it was a fun kind of take on that kind of movie. You know, like yeah, I want to watch, I want to watch kind of an underdog Vivian Westwood like fucking uh cartoonish biopic right where, where you make her into a murderer a dog murder like I'm okay, try- I'm okay with that they're trying to do that while simultaneously giving us a movie that's so cartoony that well, i guess because it's like part of uh dalmatian's canon that uh the black and white thing is her real hair uh, like the the idea yeah. is that uh, <laughs> Cruella Deville is born with black and white hair for some reason. Yeah, uh, parted down the middle perfectly. Even and- though you couldn't just say that she's a heiress fashion designer and that was uh, you know one of her affectations because her entire fucking character is an affectation. I love it when these companies do these origin stories, but then they treat some shit that someone wrote in the fucking fifties. Uh, yeah. like it's the bible and you can't right. change yeah, it yeah 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 it, it has to be canon it's just like that it's it's this weird like we're I rethinking a character that you named cruel devil as the protagonist but you couldn't yeah. change the part where that's a real hair right sure. yeah and and i thought they were going to use the hair thing a little bit more kind of to be i don't know like 
a non-verbal signal of like heritage like we were going to meet her father and you were going to know it was her father because he had the same hair issue or something Mm -hmm. but they didn't get into that at all it just turned out the baroness as is her mother and has regular hair and you're just like okay but what is her I i don't care that her hair is like that but like the reason for her hair being like that in the original i i thought was fine which was she's obsessed with dalmatians Mm-hmm. That's why she, yeah, she, she likes dyes Dalma- her hair black and white. That makes yeah, sense. She's she's really into. She likes Dalmatians and she likes tuxedo cats. She's like the like, fucking white stripes. Yeah, she's a she's she's other kin. You know, she's a fucking furry. Like she <laughs> dresses up like yeah. a tuxedo cat and gets fucked by a Dalmatian, and that's just <laughs> what she's into. It's her kink, and I'm okay with that. But right. instead, they made it. She was like born that way. You know, in a fucking basket, like the fucking penguin going down the drain. <laughs> penguins that's another black and white creature yeah got a lot of them orcas orcas i mean they exist and 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 i'd Mm -hmm. be okay yeah she can dye her hair like that but they made it part of it i don't know it was very it was was, a very very weird choice uh among many i think it was trying to be like um you know fucking estella is the suit that she wears you know the clark mm-hmm, kent mm-hmm. and and cruella is the superman you know so she's actually evil she actually is evil she's naturally evil or whatnot but the problem is is like they really don't make her evil she's not right. evil in this well movie. they can't decide whether they want her to be evil or not that's the and, inherent and, and, difficulty and, and instead they're just like no she's just a bad bitch you know yeah and, I'm and just it's like, like are we rooting for the bad bitch like it's very confusing because like the main bad bitch killed her mom and were led to believe uh yeah. that bad bitches are not a good thing but right right sometimes and, and, you have to be one right and so you just and and it's fine i'm okay with watching you know a bad bitch you have to be, be a, a bad, bad bitch for the right reasons right and i'm okay with being a bad bitch for the right reasons like killing you know the person who dog killed her mom but like i, I i'm also um I'm also left going like, yeah, but she also then be- be- goes on to like kill the dogs and I <laughs> yeah. want to see her like she can't be a person with a gay best friend, uh, a very uh, integrated fr- friend group in general um, and someone who is like she- they make her this like tolerant liberal person yeah. and I'm OK if like the liberal is evil. Um, well, that's but that's what I'm saying. This is the PMC dilemma. Yeah. The I, movie. I, I'm okay with that. I just, I, but I want to see, I want to see the evil. I don't want to make it all like mostly good. I don't know. It's but like, that's the thing with PMC. The they don't, was bad they, don't and they, evil. they can't recognize they're, that they're being evil. Like they're just, yeah. oh, but I was, I was, I'm good. I got the A on the test and now she, I get the job. And she should have, I think it should have ended with her murdering, uh you know the the baroness it should have ended with yeah. emma thompson getting smoked instead well they do they set up that interesting dilemma of you know does cruella become a bad bitch what is a bad bitch how bad does this bitch have to be yeah. how bad a bitch gotta be <laughs> etc and then like the way they resolve it is that uh she turns out to be like a secret heiress all along. Like the way the way they solve the uh, the fucking scholarship kids dilemma is to make her having been aristocratic all along, which is yeah hilarious. Because yeah, 
I there's mean, no, you know, she doesn't have to make any decisions. Like she was talented, but she was talented not through like sweat or toil or making smart decisions no, or God given talent. It was just, yeah, she had royal bloodlines. Yeah, she had a royal bloodline. And thank God for that because it, it kind <laughs> yeah. of uh, alleviates any responsibility that Disney has for this character, that anyone has for this character. Uh, it's like, you know, I don't know. It, it, it just, it was a, it was a cop out in the way I knew it would be a cop out. Yeah. And but for a while, it convinced you that it might not be. It did. It did for a bit. Um, but I, I was pretty sure all along they were going to cop out. And at the end of it, I can't say I was particularly mad at it. Because no. I because knew. it shouldn't exist. It's like an abomination it should, it's an before abomination. God to begin exactly. with. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It is, it's, a, it's a cursed concept. Yeah, and I mean it's with, the product of a like doomed culture to some degree. Yes. like this is just like some of like the worst corporate impulses have created this thing, and uh, yeah. and the worst uh, taste has made it viable. It's just it's bad yeah. on most levels, uh, but thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, yeah, and and, and a totally watchable film, and, and a film that like you're not gonna. It's not. It's not really a slog. It has its moments, but it's like it's it's entertaining. Uh, the the script is like fucking flows pretty neatly. Mm-hmm. Everyone's motivation kind of makes sense. The only things that don't make sense are why it it had to be. Yeah, and or what why... Cruella wants, or who she should become. And... Yeah, and how <laughs> she really gets from point A to point B of being the dog murderer. Um, you Did know, you also just... feel like it was very confused time wise because it like starts in the fifties and then mm-hmm. she goes into like a fashion party that seems like it's uh, from the Marie Antoinette era. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then like, people look... are like, when they're breaking into shit, it felt like it's modern. They're like computer hacking and like using fucking uh, hacking into surveillance cameras. And I swear, and shit. someone at one point was driving like a like a 1986 Range Rover or some <laughs> shit. I was just yeah. like, what? Like, I, I swear, <laughs> I saw like a like a, a totally out of date car in there, which I was like, uh, fine. I don't sure, I don't yeah, actually care. Yeah. And like, obviously, I mean, she the was music born with was Z- all over the place. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I would say that like what I the things I did like about it. Um, and, and this is like probably the best thing I can say about it, other than it, it being thoroughly entertaining, and you can watch it and not, you know, be like, "Fuck, I can't stand it." Like you can yeah. watch it; it's enjoyable. Yeah, you're like, um, "What are they gonna do next?" And it's interesting in that way, right? Um, the the best thing I can say about it is that, like, for as fucking poisoned and sick as our culture has become, especially our corporate like filmmaking culture, at least it's not a remake (laughs) and i was like and i was uh, i'm like at least it was there was an attempt made to do yeah they're taking pre-existing ip and like doing whatever with it but it it wasn't like a remake it wasn't like fucking you know a shot for shot 101 dalmatians you know uh like the glenn close although the glenn close one was not shot for shot it was like its own thing i think by the Um, i forgot they already did that i can like completely yeah, they did, they already did it. Oh yeah. man, that makes sense. Um yeah. by the way, like you're going to make a prequel to 101 Dalmatians and all the dogs are going to be CGI? That was uh, <laughs> that was insane. The fact that they CGI'd pretty much every dog in this uh, there, there was a couple that uh, uh shots of like Buddy, that one dog. 
Also, like, like the the plot of, of the origin story for the dog murder keeps hinging on cute dogs. Uh, yeah, just I'm telling confused. you, it was very, it was very confused as to like, <laughs> listen, are are these dogs gonna fucking kill? Her? Like, are they gonna like bite her pussy? Is she gonna <laughs> fucking like what is gonna happen? Because she seems to really love dogs, and <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and it ends with her like except for dalmatians. Bunch... Like you're allowed. Well, no, to... but then she has a bunch of dalmatians at the end. She like yeah. gets the dalmatians, and she's like giving dalmatians away and stuff. And I'm just like, wait a second, like. <laughs> She seems to like dogs. This has not ended with what I would really hope for, but never expect. It's her origin story of her being like this person who's like, you know, she's she she triumphed over a lot of issues. And yeah, she kills lots of dogs and she's kind of a dog murderer. But, you know, she's also. A Aren't person. we all deep down? Aren't we all deep down? You know, like I. But no, instead, they're Aren't like, no, all, she loves dogs. Aren't we all deep down image obsessed dog murderers? Yes, and and honestly, that, that was one of the things I loved about Joker. Right. One of the things yeah. Yeah. I liked about Joker is like at the end you of the too day, you could be like a fucking eight chan incel. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, like all of these things are funny, and we're tired of pretending they're not. You know, <laughs> yeah. like 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 I I appreciated I I appreciated that on a really like disgusting primordial fucking like just uh yeah incel level i guess but also just like on the, on a level of like uh i'm you know i i, I sing an autotune about you know come going inside of other come mm-hmm. like uh i appreciate it i i appreciate that self-awareness i guess uh whereas like this i was like i wanted it to be aren't we all in some way a little bit of a dog murder you know? yeah we're all I mean, if you're going to do an origin story about Cruella DeVille, you'd think that that would be part of the goal. You'd think, but... Uh, it no. ends in a place that was just utterly confusing. I'm not sure where I'm not sure where Cruella DeVille stands now as part of the Dalmatians feels like they canon. Need a, they need another movie that explains her again. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, <laughs> no, yeah. no. You, only- <laughs> I, you got one chance at this. Uh-huh. And you did. You didn't do it. You didn't fucking. The one thing I wanted was like, how are you going to make this person who kills dogs, um, someone that I like? And instead, they were just like, no, you're just going to like her and be confused at the end and wonder why she uh, goes on later to be someone who wants to skin dogs. I also wondered if they were going to sort of complete the Sex Pistols analogy because, like, the idea of the Sex you were Pistols hoping that she would. Uh, be murdered by Sid Vicious. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the Sex Pistols sort of, or at least Sid Vicious basically was like the first person to die of like irony poisoning. Yeah. Because, you know, like their whole thing was like, oh, we're fucking, and we're, we're disgusting punks and we do whatever and we'll do yeah. anything. And like to be at the beginning, that was like Corella DeVille's stunts. Like she's just doing publicity stunts. But mm-hmm. then at a certain point they forgot and they sort of got locked into like that persona Character. where they where they always have to be like outrageous and gross and uh right. say fuck you to everything to the point that he actually died um well he did, he murders uh uh Nancy I mean possibly sort of it was they I don't know the way I read it was they think that she got robbed and he was she got robbed by some people she was doing drugs with and Sid Vicious was just passed the fuck out on heroin the whole time, which I could see that. No, I mean, seems I'm not... more likely to me, but uh, who yeah. knows? 
And then the irony poisoning continued uh, with uh, fucking Johnny Rotten wearing a Make America Great Again onesie, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, I would like to see the full transition from like, uh, you know, when like punk heroes, you know, like fucking Morrissey turn into fucking, you know, uh, turn into MAGA chuds. And like, I I also, I mean, I, I don't know. I wonder, like in the 70s, the punks were wearing like swastikas. Uh, and people had a sophisticated enough grasp of like sarcasm to like understand that it was just meant to be like offensive for show. It was meant to be shocking, you know, and, and whatnot. Um, but then that quickly got irony poisoned real fast in the punk scene. Right. Where people would be like, Oh, Nazis. Like, no, we're skinheads. We love punk. Right, exactly. So it became yeah. a microcosm of the fucking online fucking right wing, you know, 8chan poster where right. people were like, oh, fuck, I was just doing all this Nazi shit as like a bit in, in 2013 because I thought it was the funniest fucking thing to post online a fucking swastika. And now everyone's doing it legitimately in 2015. And I have to be like, uh, you know, it's like mm-hmm. that That was the same thing that happened in the punk scene. Um, yeah. And, and I think Which, that there's a lesson there. Well, that's what I was wondering if that's what they were going to do with Cruella, where like her whole thing was uh, being an even bigger bitch than the Baroness and showing up and, you know, being a pain in the ass. And I, I was wondering if that was going to be the lesson there that she got iron irony poisoned and went it's too far to the point that she started trying to kill dogs. That's a good movie. I like that movie. You should do that movie. <laughs> yeah. You should write grip. Yeah. You should write that because that that I think that's that would have been good. I would have liked to it see uh, like to see a sort of you know um, yeah like an irony poison Cruella because instead she kind of gets like she doubles down on her like thing and she starts being mean to people but she has this emotional arc where like Horace and Jasper are like we're we're done with you and then she's like I'm sorry I've I've gone through a lot you know yeah. I've changed and I'm like no you can't. You you're can't Cruella do this. DeVille. You're Cruella DeVille. You're bad. <laughs> you can't just be like, but I need uh, like, like if anything, she just needed to continue double doubling down. And then Jasper and Horace needed to be stuck with her because she's a fucking sociopath. She's a goddamn psycho. And they're like, if we don't keep doing grifts with her, she's going to kill us. Mm-hmm, and wear mm-hmm. our skin. And, uh, you know, but instead, no, they made her it like have out, this emotional arc. No, it turns out that the, the dead dogs were the friends she made along the way exactly dude mm-hmm. and there's there's some beauty in that sure i want to see um the same thing um but like it's just a movie called the beast uh-huh it's about beauty and the beast oh yeah 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 and we get to see like, his name was, was his name was his name was vincent so what was it yeah well so i want to see what the beast was up to like in the time before meeting Belle, because I imagine it was a lot of eating people. Uh-huh, yeah. I imagine it was the occasional like sexual assault of a bear. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he would just go into the woods and find a like a female bear, and not maybe not even I don't know because like he's a beast, like he can yeah. be a bear. He's got to show dominance. He's... That's the ultimate way. Yeah, um, you know, or like fuck a wolf or something. I mean, I, I say sexual assault, um, but I don't know if there's. I don't think there's. I don't know if there's consent in the animal kingdom. Whoa. So Wow. I don't know. I mean, I know that there is with birds. We, we just got problematic. No, I'm just saying 
Like does a unless does a it's penis? Mr. Ed, and you can put peanut butter in his mouth and you know make him say yes. <laughs> yeah, I that's consent what, to this. I'm just thinking to myself like if it's like you know two bears like does the female bear like obviously the female bear maybe it's they get horny and then they smell like the male bear smells the pussy. Yeah, it's pheromones. It's, yeah, you consent with your some, pheromones. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm just saying the beast was I think at some point a beast. And then Bell shows up, and then fucking he eventually like learns how to eat soup or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm but like wear an ascot. Yeah, wear an ascot and had a fucking ballroom dance. But I want to see her fucking. You know, I want to see him just being a beast. You know, sure, just going ham on some dog pussy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that feels like a pod, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that if if that isn't a pod, then. Uh, I don't know what is a pod. Tell me what a pod is if this isn't a pod. I want to eat some butt and lick some nuts. And I want Vince to get fucked in the butt. Fucked in the Oh yeah, dog. I wanna fuck butts. I wanna eat ass. All right. and I wanna. <laughs> you gotta do All the. Right. You gotta do the plugs at the end. Yeah, uh, solid B plus. Uh, great movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Everyone, thanks so much for listening. Frogcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, concerns. Vince, what is the Google Voice number? Four one five two seven five zero zero three zero. All right, everybody. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good chins.